thing. Uh, can you explain what the untethered retiring, you're a guy who has it together, okay? Uh, I remember talking about this with Robert Smith. Robert Smith descended into alcoholism because, not because, but in part because he thought that he was uniquely equipped to leave behind at 30 years old the sports identity, the masculinity. He was interested in medicine. Everybody was always talking about how smart he was. And then he retires and he's totally untethered, doesn't have to answer to an alarm clock, doesn't have to answer to anybody and finds himself very early throwing up into a bucket next to his bed because his identity is past tense now. He has grieved who he's been all his life. You're uniquely qualified to handle retirement. You are a smart, successful, evolved man. Can you explain to me the difficulties of leaving behind that? I handled retirement transition pretty poorly. And I think there are a few factors that, that went into that. You become so self-sufficient, you're not used to asking anybody for help. Everybody in that locker room looks at themselves as a self-made millionaire, right? Even though they have teams around them and, and people and, and handlers, whoever it may be, at the end of the day, they know, like, look, I need to make those plays. And so there's a self-reliance that is developed and not only developed, but it's rewarded. Because if you show weakness at any point, if you say, hey, this guy needs help, He's not strong enough. He's out. And we are all just petrified of someone taking our dream, someone taking our, our life by someone who will sacrifice and be self-reliant. So you become really incapable of asking for help in anything. When you die a, a, a death, you know, and, and hopefully that you, you handle your transition, uh, uh, you know, better than a lot of my pro athlete brothers, but it's, it's always the fight for relevance. And there's always that fear of like, well, what, what, what if the phone doesn't ring? What, what does that mean? And as an athlete, and as you know, one of the most popular media personalities, Dan, like you have metrics that you can look at every single day. How many people clicked on my link? How many points did I score? Did we win last night? You know, how many new subscribers do we have? And so whether we like it or not, we judge. That's how we judge ourselves. And when there's not that metric and when there's not that scoreboard, we are rudderless. We don't have a captain and it's terrifying. And you throw in the fact that we don't know how to ask for help or even who to ask for help from. You see where so many guys get in trouble. And, uh, you know, for me, it, it took an amazing amount of soul searching. You know, luckily I had a great wife who said, uh, I'm going to give you three options. You can hear three numbers. You can call the Marriott, you can call your, your attorney, <laughs> or you can call this, this wonderful wow. life coach I found for wow. you. Wow. Excellent. Ah, nice. That's I'm, great though. That's a, that is great support there need. like that. I, and you must've gone to a real dark place to get to that point. Did you think it would be different? Did you think you were uniquely yeah. qualified to handle yeah. all of that shit, that it would be fine? Yes, absolutely. As misguided as it was, I thought I was different. I thought, man, I went to Duke, and I, I, I read books, and I know the horror stories. I got, I got this. I, and I was so misguided. And again, I, I was afraid to, to show vulnerability, and I was afraid to show that I don't have all the answers. And so... I was trying to fake it. And luckily I didn't do anything that was destructive to my family or, or, or to myself all 